from LPM. Louisville Public Media. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic. It's Thursday, February 15th. I'm Bill Burton. Here's the latest from LPM News. An organization that could reshape Louisville's West End is hosting public meetings. As LPM's Jacob Munoz reports, the West End Opportunity Partnership wants residents to share ideas for improving their neighborhoods. The partnership controls a portion of the new tax revenue generated in the West End over the next two decades. It's supposed to use that money to revitalize the area's nine neighborhoods. Chris Romain, a Parc Duval resident serving on the partnership's board, is encouraging others in the West End to share their thoughts at the meetings. Everything that we are doing or will do is coming from the input from these neighborhoods. So if there's something that you feel would make your neighborhood better, you need to come to these meetings and put that out there. So far, there have been two meetings in Portland and Park Duval. The other West End neighborhoods will have one meeting each through the end of March. Residents who miss their community meeting can attend a final one in April. I'm Jacob Munoz in Louisville. You can find more details about the community meeting schedule at lpm.org. A Louisville man was sentenced to 30 years in prison Tuesday for shooting and killing Tyler Girth during the 2020 protests. LPM's Giselle Roden has more. Stephen Lopez fatally shot Tyler Girth when he opened fire in Jefferson Square Park in downtown Louisville in June 2020 during a protest following the police killing of Breonna Taylor. Video surveillance and several witnesses identified Lopez as the shooter. He pled guilty in Jefferson County Circuit Court to manslaughter and 21 counts of wanton endangerment in January. According to the plea agreement, Lopez must get his GED or a high school diploma and complete vocational and treatment programs while he's in custody. I'm Giselle Roden in Louisville. A constitutional amendment to stop governors from issuing last-minute pardons cleared a Senate committee unanimously yesterday. The amendment is inspired by the massive waves of pardons from former Republican Governor Matt Bevan that he issued in the final days in office. Republican Senator Greg Elkins of Winchester praised the bill. It is never a good idea to allow an elected official to wait until he's no longer accountable to the voters before he makes a decision of this magnitude. Under the proposal, governors would lose their pardon power for the last two months of their term. If the amendment is approved by three-fifths of the each chamber, it would appear on the November ballot. A measure that requires Kentucky to speed up investigations into educator misconduct cleared the state house yesterday. LPM's Jess Clark reports. The original version of House Bill 300 would have required the Education Professional Standards Board to drop cases more than 120 days old. That would have forced the EPSB to drop more than 100 pending cases against educators, including dozens accused of inappropriate relationships with students. But bill sponsor Alexandria Republican Mike Kleins says he's made changes and that those cases will no longer be automatically dismissed. The measure will still force the EPSB to work on a shorter timeline moving forward. It takes an indefinitely long period for educators to have complaints against them investigated and completed. The measure heads to the Senate. I'm Jess Clark in Louisville. Kentucky's attorney general is leading a lawsuit against the Biden administration rule requiring states come up with a plan to reduce carbon dioxide emissions. 
Capitol reporter Sylvia Goodman reports. The Federal Highways Administration made a rule that requires states create goals to reduce the amount of tailpipe emissions produced on the federal highway system. Vic Maddox with the Attorney General's Office says Kentucky, along with 20 other states, are suing to avoid the new rule. The emissions rule represents yet another unlawful attempt by the Biden administration to use its limited regulatory authority as of circumventing Congress. The rule doesn't specify how much emissions must decrease, just that states have to set diminishing goals. The deadline to comply with the rule is at the end of March. The state transportation cabinet says they're waiting on a judge to rule before crafting a plan, which could leave them with little time. I'm Sylvia Goodman in Louisville. For more on these stories, visit lpm.org. I'm Bill Burton. Thanks for listening. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org.